Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, everyone, it's Wednesday again. And welcome, welcome, whether you're live or archive listener. We have a great show today, and I'm excited to get to it. So I'm, but first, I'm just going to give the phone number just in case someone wants to call in. I know I don't have that many live listeners. The archive uh, shows are very popular, but just in case there's someone who can listen live, let me give it out the number 646 668 8565. Again, it's 646-668-8565. And I do encourage anyone to call in. Uh, I may not be able to spend a lot of time because I have, for example, I have two healings set up today. But I'd love to have the conversation, the feedback, the questions, the comments. And if there's a request for healing, I may not get to it today, but I would put it right in for next week or what? depending if I had somebody for something for the following week, which I don't in this particular moment. But in any case, please do feel more than welcome to call in. Everybody is welcome. I also do have the email address, Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Again, always the invitation to send me a request, a comment, uh, feedback, anything. I would just Love to hear from everybody, anybody and everybody. Okay. Now, normally I squeeze in right here something in relating to my book, but this week I have absolutely nothing on my mind to talk about, so I'm just going to go right into the regular portion of the show. The book, Soul Psychology, Our Journey Through the Human Kingdom Universe, that is recently out on Amazon. I encourage everyone who would be listening to the show and friends of friends and, and all sorts of people, I encourage you to pick up some form of copy of the book, either in print on Amazon, it's also available on Kindle, and it's available as an ebook. So whatever is your druthers in the book department, it is really so it will make a lot, make the healing sessions that I do on the radio on these shows a lot clearer, and it will really clarify a lot about your life. Now, normally I would like to tell a story, but I didn't come prepared, so I'm just going to move on. Especially because today I do, I am doing two healings in one show, which I don't normally do these days. Normally I do <laughs> one big healing, but this time it's two shorter healings. Okay. Before I start with the healings, I do want to quickly give you some feedback from Karen. Karen has a reticence or a resistance to finding a mate. She didn't really understand why. I worked on her last week, and it really was, it opened up the whole show to, you know, being alone or being lonely or being uh, without someone, especially during the holidays, and I was able to, not able to, but I did expand it into 
a holiday-oriented kind of show. Uh, but Karen, but I work specifically on Karen as well, and she gave me some feedback, so I'll let you guys know. She says, oh, my God, you've done it again. Nailed the unconscious issues. She says, I think I was somewhat aware that having a partner would somehow mean that I have I'd have to give up some of my precious independence. That came up in the in the healing. I don't remember the healing that well. As you know, I'm not good at holding on to these things. It's like those elusive dreams that we forget so quickly the next day uh, after we wake up. <clears throat> in any case, that was one of the issues. I do remember that. But, she's a, but I never got further than that because somehow that seemed true. So where else was there to go? She was locked into the belief that she'd have to give up her independence if she was with someone. And a lot of us do carry that belief. It's especially a female-oriented belief, but I have seen it in men, too, that somehow they're gonna, that we have to give up who we are or our independence uh, when we have a mate. And she certainly had that belief, and it seemed so obvious to her that it never occurred to her to work on it. So that And that happens with all of our beliefs, that sometimes they're so deep and entrenched and we are so used to the belief that we don't even question it and so she was excited about that she said also neutralizing from both the male and the female perspective is genius i know i'll have to do it several times but it felt right and a slight shift and then she thanks me so that also came up i ended up working on both the male and the female and again i don't remember the details if you're interested the male and female nature, I should say. But if you're interested, please do go back and listen to last week's uh, show because it was interesting and it also applied to all of us. I believe in that show, the higher self brought in literally the entire world, every soul on the planet and some in, and even ones not in body. It was a, a pretty intense healing all the way around. Um which brings me right to my today's healing. Uh, and as you know, related to last week and many times this year, I've done what could be viewed as sort of grandiose kind of healings. Now, my, it was never my intention to be grandiose. I'm not trying to grandstand. I'm not trying to be any more than just, you know... <laughs> Every you know, just do my best and just try to give as much as I can on the show. But sometimes these healings do get grandiose. They they even shock me. I don't know if you remember. Those of you who listened to the shows would remember the time when we got the outer the outer rim of the wheel, and so many people from around the globe were on there. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, because. It is as amazing to me as it is to you, but I don't, or as it might be to you, but I don't ever, I go with what I get. I don't ever try to limit myself because if I start saying, oh, well, I couldn't really do that, you know, or I couldn't really handle that, or that doesn't make any sense. If I put belief systems around it, if I put judgments on it, it wouldn't happen. And if it did, it would happen at a more, um, a limited more limited place but in any case if you listen to some of these shows it can be an intimidating thing I would think if I if it were me I mean sometimes I get intimidated so 
so what what I love about today's show is that I have two people. I have Barry and Jake. Jake, as you know, I've been working on and off uh, quite a bit over the last few months. Um, he's had some some very intense issues, and so I've always encouraged him, as I encourage everyone, to please come to me with your issues. But Jerry and Bay and Blake and Jake, Barry, excuse me, Barry and Jake are just like all of us. They have everyday issues that bother them, that make it, that are upsetting or limiting in some fashion, or self-sabotaging, whatever whatever it is. They have everyday problems, just like you and I, just like all of us. And I like that I'm that I have these two healings simply because I hope it takes the intimidation out of out of the re- any of you requesting a healing for me. I want to take the intimidation out because these kind of problems that are sim- seemingly small compared to some of these grandiose kind of things that have happened in the past shows, and I don't mean in any way, shape, or form to put down the huge healings that evolved during some of these shows because they were amazing and fascinating and so interesting. But I do think sometimes it makes it makes us feel like, oh, you know, I better not request my little thing because it's not so big and, you know, that kind of thing. And I I don't want anyone to feel that way. Everybody's issues, no matter what they are, are valid and important and relevant to to everybody, all of our all of our patterns. So I am glad I got these two requests for this week so you can see, okay, these patterns may not seem huge and grandiose, but they are really relevant and really important to the people who who requested them. And so it doesn't need to be grandiose in order to be incredibly important. If something is bothering you on a daily basis, sometimes all day, sometimes many times a week or whatever the issue is, that's important. And I want all the listeners, current and future listeners, anybody who who listens to the archive, to this moment, start thinking about a problem that you have daily or many times a week. Something that comes to mind that affects your life in a way. You've got workarounds. You've got ways you deal with it because you can't seem to, it just seems to be there to stay. And you just don't, you don't know what else to do, so you don't even think about it hardly anymore. If you think about it, it's just like it's that same old, same old, and it's discouragement and or frustration or whatever it is. So when I work on first Barry and then Jake, I want you to, I'm going to create for all of you in the healing your own little mini hub right in front of you, <laughs> or you're going to create it. I'm going to set it up that way so you can put that issue. And I'm doing two healings. So you can do it twice if you have. You can't decide, oh, should I do this pattern or that pattern? You have two, two patterns you can work on. Or if nothing comes up for you because your patterns tend to be of a different sort, they're not daily or weekly, they come up 
every month or five and they're huge blow ups or whatever. I'm just making this up because I have no idea and you can't think of that daily issue. Just follow along and do the healing. Do the healing that uh, that I'm doing for Barry, uh, Barry and then Jake. Release all the same issues because as you know, even though we're snowflakes, because there is no way anybody could have a duplicate experience in the tens of thousands of lifetimes, but we all carry at least a little of everything. There is just no doubt. We carry a little of everything, and so even if it what comes up for Barry or what comes up for Jake is not a big issue for you or you can't relate to it, just release it anyway because chances are you have it in there somewhere, and why not take the opportunity to release And I know I've said this before on on the show, Um, years and years ago, I mean, really a long time ago before I had any near the amount of experience and understanding of of this work, I was working with a friend of mine who just had tremendous shame and it was just so intense. And when something happened to her, she would go into this shame spiral and for months, she literally couldn't function. She she couldn't function. She barely could get to work. She could barely do her work. She was in such an emotional state of shame. It was horrific. And I, as I'm working with her for a couple of years, I'm thinking, oh, I'm so glad I don't have shame. <laughs> well, as I did more and more work, I realized, okay, I may not have it like she has it. But uh, shame has been at the basis of many of my patterns over the years since then because that was way back in the early days when we it was like the blind leading the blind we had no idea what we were doing but because we would amalgamate good work happened and things happened but we it took time for our understanding of what was going on and what what was it what was um what all of it was about it just took time for it to unfold and come up into consciousness and and awareness so anyway we all have a little bit of everything, even if you feel you don't have it, like I felt I didn't have shame, please go ahead and release it anyway. Now, so that's the that's the, the basic idea here. And so I'm just going to go right to Barry. Now, Barry didn't come to me himself. His brother, who loves him very much and cares about him very much, asked for asked or put in a request that I work on Barry, his brother. Barry is not really into this kind of work, but he's open. He understands that there certainly could be the possibility that energetics could affect his physical issues. And so he um, so he's okay with it. His brother did mention it to him and did 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 say that I would be doing it. I do think that Barry and if you are, if you if you're hearing me, Barry, at some point, I say hello, 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 and it's nice to meet you over the air. I don't know if Barry's listening live or will hear that in in an archive, listening to the archive. But in any case, let me tell you about Barry's issue. Um, he he is he has a physical issue. <coughs> he has something called excuse me. <coughs> a torn labrum in his hip, in his right hip. And he had a hernia in his right groin. 
that's been repaired apparently, but something is still going on with his right side. And it he's been diagnosed that with this torn uh, lay, uh, labrum, I hope I'm even pronouncing that right, L-A-B-R-U-M. And what a labrum is, is it's a ring of cartilage a, called the labrum around the rim of the socket of the hip joint. And it acts as a sort of a seal or a gasket to for the hip uh, the hip bone, the ball of the top of the thigh bone, and it holds the thigh secure, the thigh bone or the ball in the socket. Now it can get torn, it can get worn, and it, if it does, it can cause pain in the hip or the groin. It can cause stiffness or a limited range of motion, and it also it continues. I don't know if there's surgery to repair it. I'm not sure about that. But if it continues, the hip can cause permanent damage to the joint. So that's what we're going to be working on. Now, <clears throat> I think the odds of any of the listeners having this exact problem are small. But you can have any kind of physical issue that you want to work on, whether it's related to the hip or not. I mean, maybe you have a bad knee. Maybe you have... Um, some sort of uh, skin condition. Maybe you have, you get colds all the time, so your your respiratory system is sort of out of whack and you seem to be very sensitive to colds. It doesn't matter what your physical issue is, but you could put that as your daily or several times a week issue on the platform when I create it for you guys in the healing. Excuse me. <coughs> Anyway, or you can pick any other kind of situation or condition other than a physical one. I do work on physical ones, and I think I did a physical thing not all that long ago. So maybe you've worked in, you know, on the physical issues, but it's important. Now, of course, have I done some big, grandiose kind of physical issues? Yeah, I mean, I worked on the girl that was three days after she was born, she had heart surgery, and she's had heart problems her whole life. She's in her 20s, I believe, and she's now on the heart transplant list. So yeah, we've done some quote-unquote grandiose uh, illness patterns, but, but again, it doesn't matter how big or seemingly small an issue is. If it's something that's bothering you, if it's something that limits you, if it's something that keeps you unhappy off and on over the day, please let's work on it because these are their daily things. These are the issues that all of us have in different ways. And that's why I'm so excited about this healing opportunity to give you all that chance to work on things that aren't necessarily huge, that but they are still problematic. Very important. All right. Now, I think I'm going to tell you about Jake as well, because once I'm in frequency, I'm going to shift from Barry to Jake, I think, right in without coming out of frequency and having any kind of discussion. These are patterns that <clears throat> do not really 
uh, need a tremendous amount of my yakking away and discussing and it'll, you know, giving you higher self information on, they're pretty straightforward. And so I think I'll just stay right in frequency and move on to healing Jake. Now, Jake, he has two habits, he says. He's often late. And so he calls it time management. Now, not all of us are late people, uh, but have we ever been late? Of course. So this is a fairly common pattern, unlike the the, the issue with the labrum. It's a pattern that we've all experienced, most likely, at one time or another. Some of us have it in a consistent basis. Some of us is virtually never late, but the odd times. And then there's everywhere in between. So you, this is a healing note that we could all listen to, and you wouldn't have to necessarily do your own separate issue. You can just hear what I'm releasing for Jake, and then you can, um, you know, you can go along with that. The other thing, he he feels that it, he might be a procrastinator. That's his, <laughs> his, his, you know, the procrastination. He puts things off to the last minute, and then he'll be late. And the the second issue for him is that of the losing. He losing he's losing things all the time. And just so you know, I know Jake is I believe in his thirties, so it's not a not anything to do with, you know, being someone later in life that just has a tendency to to lose things a little bit more often. But we always all of us lose things and but he has it fairly chronically and if you remember a show that I worked on him he had lost his uh, debit card and someone had taken it and cleaned out his account so this is fairly fairly important (laughs) really important because sometimes losing things has a drastic consequence and so we want to work on this for Jake also how that's going to turn out What's going to be at the bottom of it? I really have no idea. But I'm going to, as I said, I'm going to start with Barry. And and Barry, I do want to welcome you. And there are going to be things that I do that you might not be able to relate to. And I'm speaking to Barry. I don't know that he's live listening, but he's going to be listening to it. But I want Barry and anyone else that is new to the show and may even be like very new to the spiritual side of life or the energetic side of life. I just want to let you know that I approach things from the soul level. What is manifesting in the life today, what the cause, causes are, what brought it to us today, and to work to heal the pattern the pattern at the soul level to work to heal that so that the issue today and I work on today also I work on the mind of this life but the the, the fact of the matter is there are going to be terms there are going to be things that you may not understand and that's okay it isn't about understanding everything the healing can happen whether you understand it or not as as people on the show know I, I, I have two clients that don't speak English and they they get benefit from it, even though they don't understand what I'm saying. So it isn't a matter of belief, and it isn't a matter of understanding. I ask you to stand between belief and disbelief and just allow the energy to come in, allow the energy to work. And 
if if you can feel it, sense it, or and note or notice a shift, or all three, great. If not, I know that it's going to be helping in some way, and it certainly can't harm. So, in any case, thank you for joining, and I I do uh, I do hope that if you have any questions or any concerns, that you send me that email to Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com. Okay. So everybody knows the scoop. I want everyone to get comfortable. Quiet your mind as best you can. Take a few deep breaths. Just take a little water. (laughs) And now I just want everybody to... And in the best way you can, bring that focus of attention in. Quiet the mind. And one of the techniques that really helps is just to focus on my voice. By focusing on my voice, you're simply bringing that mind, mind's eye into the now moment. And this is important because the focus of attention is our turn-on switch. It enables the divine energies to move into the free will arena that we operate from and I will explain more of that in a minute but I want everyone now to focus on my voice to activate and bring us into the now moment now the now moment is an energetic field I see it being set up already Um, Barry you are present even though you may not be listening live you are present already I see you here very clearly and the all of the listeners all of us are around what you might envision or see as the rim of a wheel and I often talk about it as if it's a wagon wheel with the spokes that move and that move to the hub in the center of the wheel and so all of us including you are right at the outside of the wheel and in fact you actually have already moved to the hub and because being at the hub that means that you're my focus of attention you're the one that I'm going to be working on now the now moment I want us to start to expand remember it's an energy field that doesn't have any walls it's energy so we can manipulate the energy with the focus of attention and I want everyone to just expand the now moment to move 360 degrees around us out to encompass not only the now moment but the past now moments and the future now moments and in this way we are creating the forever now moment, which encompasses the totality of our soul's journey, each and every person in this circle, known and unknown, because I don't know everybody that's in the circle, but you are Barry, so I want you to envision this energetic field expanding, and it is, and it's expanding, and it's huge. And the reason why we bring in the forever now moment is simply to enable us to do the healing at the deepest level that we can. So we're we're not just healing one incident, one problem, one life, one past life. We're working at the, to the to heal the totality of the pattern as it's evolved and grown and become and manifested throughout the journey through the human kingdom universe. 
we've had tens and tens and tens of thousands of lives. There is no such thing as a young soul, at least not on this planet. And, I mean, there is there are young souls on planets that are literally just moving into giving birth to the human kingdom at the very first level. But on this planet, no. Everyone on this planet would not be here if they hadn't been around for a long time because the energy frequency of this planet is quite high uh, at the human level. So we we want I want you to understand, Jake, that that's that's why we bring in the forever now moment because we want to heal the as much as we can as deep as we can as much of that journey as much of the causality of what's bringing in the hip issue for you today okay and it also helps to heal the potential ripple effects that move into the future now so we want to also be healing the past present and future nows as well so that's the <clears throat> the reason we do this now I want you, Barry, to focus on something within called, we call it the pure soul essence. The pure soul essence is simply our divine, the part of us that comes from originating source. Some people call it the divine light or, or the God within or um, whatever you want to call it. The, the terms aren't important, but the light, this pure soul essence is from the originating source of all there is. And every soul from the lowliest grain of sand to the highest, most evolved being carry this pure soul essence. And it's everything that the originating source was, isn't, is becoming. And this is our most potent power. This divine energy is absolutely what does the work. And the, the way we activate it, because we carry it, 24-7, once we were first expressed as mineral souls, we all had the pure soul essence. We've always carried it in body and out. It never goes away. But in the human kingdom is when we become aware that we have it. And it can't come in and trespass the free will at the human level. It cannot. So what does it do? It waits for us to call it in. And the focus of attention is the request, is the way we give permission. It's the turn-on switch that allows this purest, most perfect, most potent point of power that we carry to move in and to do the healing. So we're now going to focus on that pure soul essence light. And that, you, I often use the symbol of the sun to envision the sun within because the sun is so powerful in its own right. It's a great symbol. It allows us to focus on that pure soul essence and connect right away with its immense power because it is immense. It is just so big. And I want you to focus on that sunlight within and I want you to see it and everybody else too, guys. I want you to see it pulsing throughout just pulsing and as it pulses the light the divine light is moving in through and around the totality of your physical body okay it's also moving in through and around the totality of your etheric bodies the etheric bodies are simply the energetic field like the aura 
uh, but we have way more energetic fields than the aura. It's the, the energetic fields we all carry with us, in body or out, okay? They carry the energetic baggage from every single life we've ever had. And so the light is moving in through and around the totality of these etheric fields. And it's also, and keep pulsing it, going to move in through and around the totality of your soul process. And everyone here is doing it, which means the light is filling the forever now moment. It's filling it in this brilliant, brilliant, brilliant light that everyone is pulsing out is filling the forever now moment that is at just across the universe. It's so large that I call it the time-space continuum. It's so large time-wise because we've been around for so many eons and eons and eons of time that there's a continuum of time. And when you add all the souls that are part of this forever now moment, you know, I, I can't fathom the amount of eons of time that the that we as souls have been around. The space component is that there are many, many more planets that we've been on other than Earth. We've been on hundreds, if not thousands, or even tens of thousands of planets throughout the human kingdom universe. So this time-space continuum is spread across the universe, known and unknown, covering literally every single part of the universe uh, that we would have covered in our the totality of the conglomerate soul journey that is within this forever now moment. Okay. Now we also want to amalgamate with the totality of the conglomerate higher self. The higher self concept is one that we do not need to go into fully here, but please understand that we're calling on the higher self, which are parts of us. Okay. That they, they are very highly evolved parts of ourselves. They also evolved, <clears throat> these parts of ourselves have evolved into the next dimensional framework, the fifth dimension, which is a divine will kingdom, which means they, they also need to be invited in. But they are part of us. We're always connected to them, and there should be a sense of connection, a sense of familiarity so I want us all to amalgamate with a conglomerate higher self. And by conglomerate, I simply mean you, Barry, will amalgamate with your higher self, me with mine, and everybody with their own. And we all will be amalgamating with the totality of all the higher selves present. And I'm also calling in other higher selves to join us. And I do see your brother, Barry. He's come in to join with us today. Now, I also am going to do the last piece, which is to become one with the originating source of all there is. And to we do this, it's very important because becoming one with the originating source is our guarantee that we're getting the highest level of information, the highest level of energy, of healing that we can because we're asking for it from the highest level and it's de-intensified down for each of us until we can handle it. Tomorrow, we could handle more or more uh, higher frequency energy or next week or the next month, but we always want to be working at the very highest level. And this is, this is why we, even though we carry the pure soul essence, we are asking 
for the very highest level of help from this uh, from the originating source. Okay. Now I'm going to also request that we all activate the Rainbow Bridge energy. Barry, this is a very powerful energy. It's one of the divine energies, and there are millions of them. I, I don't know all of them, but um, anything on this level would also be carried at the divine level. So there's the Rainbow Bridge energy. We're going to activate it for everyone. And the Rainbow Bridge energy simply is a very pure energy, and the first thing it does is it connects us at the chakra level to the chakras of originating source. Now, this is important because chakras are energy exchange points and we want to be absolutely sure that they're as efficient as they can be because they let energy out and they take energy in. And we want to bring the chakras into the highest state of efficiency for the healing. This is, again, setting up the healing so it can be the deepest, uh, best healing that we can do at the moment. Now, I can't force any healing on anyone. The soul that I would be focusing on, in this case it's you, Barry, you at the soul level will determine the depth of the healing. But I'm giving this your soul and anybody else's soul the best opportunity to to choose to take in and utilize and manifest as much of the healing as it will allow. So we're we're setting it up to uh, as a way to open the opportunity as best we can for the each soul who's going through healing to take um, to to do it at the very deepest level or the, the strongest level or however that whatever the term is you would like to to use. Okay, so I can't force anything on you. I will not ever trespass. It is the higher self and the originating source that are that guide me to what is important for you and right and and but let me just finish with the with the rainbow bridge energy because I say, see things already starting to happen the, not only do we connect at the chakra level to the originating source but all the colors of the chakras are carried like streams and they all join right at the say upper abdomen level and they project out an actual rainbow bridge and this rainbow bridge becomes the spokes from each person on the wheel and there's thousands and tens of thousands of spokes each person on the wheel are the, are the listeners past present and future and other souls that have joined us and continue to join us and so the spokes are all this rainbow bridge energy and they move to the center and create a platform of this incredibly balanced beautiful energy and and it's uh, absolutely pure and perfectly balanced energy. So anything we might send across the rainbow bridge is there's no discoloration, no distortion at all. It comes in as pure as uh, as can be. So and right now I see you on this platform. You've been or this hub. You've been there from the from the beginning when I first started talking about it, and so I can see and feel this interest on your part, um, and I'm picking it up, not necessarily consciously, but at the soul level, there is, a, I can sense real openness uh, for it, and sometimes the conscious mind and at the, the soul level 
essence or what I pick up from the soul level doesn't necessarily match, but that's that's okay. It is what it is. It's the soul that makes the free will decisions, not the mind. Yeah, do we make decisions? Yes, but the big decisions are held at the soul level. And for me, it's really good news that I'm not seeing resistance here. I'm seeing this openness. You are ready because I do believe this hip thing is really bothering you. So I'm going to just begin by bringing in, well, I'm just going to begin by bringing in uh, this divine light that we all carry. And also I'm going to bring in, I don't know how to explain this. This is a relatively new process for me and I don't have the words for it. But right now I am going to, at, at this some, I don't have the right words, guys, but at some level, the my consciousness is moving in through and around this hip. Okay, now it's not my conscious mind consciousness. It's my higher self consciousness. And I don't know how to explain it, but I'm going to be focusing now on the hip. Now, I believe it was the right hip that had the issue, but the interesting thing is I'm actually sensing a lot of energy moving to the left hip. Now, it's weird. Uh, maybe the the left side is um, was the original cause. Maybe there was some sort of some injury on the left or some problem with the left, which meant you were coping by utilizing the right more. Or maybe it's it's actually in both hips, and it's only manifesting pain wise in the right side because I believe in the right side you um, you had that hernia as well. I'm not sure, but I'm not going to worry about it because I know the energy is going to where it needs to go. So, okay, now I am seeing a a sort of a dark spot or a darkness in that right hip. Now, it's not darkness as evil or bad. It's darkness of it's carrying some pattern here that does affect the hip. And I want to go in and see if I can dig it out. And I want you to just to begin, because it takes me a minute to, to, to dig out the patterns, but I want you just to begin by releasing, <clears throat> letting go of any thoughts, beliefs, habits, emotional issues related to the injury. Okay? I And I'm seeing it starting to release. Just see the... I don't know, you can see it as smoke, you can see it as, um, you can see it as flaking off, but I'm seeing stuff moving out of the hip. And you're doing really great. I, I can't find the words, but you're doing really great. You're releasing a lot of stuff. And I want to call in right away divine repair, because divine repair needs to go in and repair the labrum and repair as much as possible at the cellular level all of this stuff that is not operational correctly. I want to call in divine plasma. Now I'm sort of jumping ahead here, but it's what's coming up that I see releasing. Um, it's coming out of sort of the top of the hip, and I'm going to I'm going to be sending in some very powerful healing energies. 
it's just very different. I'm sorry, but it's different than normally work comes up for me. But I do feel, okay, what's what's beginning to come up is some of the patterns behind it. And the words that come up is misstep, misstep and um I want to say cripple. There's there's a um, an essence of making mistakes that are coming out here, taking them taking a misstep, going forward when you should have gone sideways or whatever it is. Let me see if I can dig a little further in here. But it is I want you to begin to let go of the energies around this term of misstep and crippling. Now it doesn't mean you're crippled. But I do believe that in some other lives there was a crippled pattern. Um, I'm not getting a specific life or anything, but I want you to release any possibilities of being crippled, any ideas of missteps. There's a lot of guilt here, too. So I want you to release guilt. It's as if, and self blame and self attack. There's a lot here. And I think some of the this is coming up because you're new to this work, and so we need to get started at some of these upper levels before I can dig deeper. And I really need you to release guilt and self-blame and self-attack and lack of self-love because it's as if, okay, there's been deformities in past lives, Uh there has been crippling here, but it's. Oh, I just want you to release guilt and deformities and crippling, and let's just start to. And I want to call in divine flush to allow this stuff to move out, to move uh, into, um, to move into the light. Because as you release the stuff, it goes into this beautiful light that you that we've all set up in this forever now moment, and it gets neutralized. And I'm watching it release. I'm watching it being the the cells and the disrepair is being knit. Okay, it's as if you're having a new symbolic hip labrum put in. I see it being knit, and it's a it's be, it's a labrum of light. Now, I don't know what that means. I don't know if you're going to get any relief in the actual in your actual life, but that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing that it's being knit, re-knit, reborn, but it's not as strong as the original one because it's still energy right now, but I want to just keep focusing on that energy and moving the energy into each and every cell, the nerves, the the nerve cells, the bone cells, I don't know what's involved here, cartilage, all of that. I'm seeing the energy moving in and it's bringing that healing energy into that. Now, I am focusing on the right now, but I do see it happening on the left. It could be the left has similar issues. Uh, again, I'm not sure why it was all in the left in the beginning, but it could be that it's similar issues and it's preventative now because it hasn't been brought into something you're conscious of. I see it also moving into the old area in the groin where you have the hernia. And it's working on... Um, that's being worked on too. There's some scar tissue there, and so there's uh, some energy there dissolving the scar tissue and recreating the new tissue. 
um, in, in, uh, to be healthy tissue around this, this surgery spot. Okay. Um, well, what's coming up for me now is not necessarily uh, expected, but I see you as a person sitting in a, a throne, perhaps, or you're in some sort of chair that gives you, that shows that you are important, that you have status, and I see you as a very wise, a wise person who is um, is absolutely, you dispense wisdom, you just give advice, you are sort of the, and this is old time, you know, it's not modern day. This old time, like my, you might want to think of as, you know, like a, a King Solomon or something like that, although I don't know at all whether you're a king, but there's something very, very wise here, very knowing, very, um, carries a deep sense of wisdom, a deep sense of justice and fair play and, you have an expanded consciousness compared to many in the the society or the culture that you're in, and you are you do garner great respect. And there are those around you who are also threatened by you and jealous of you. So you have your enemies, despite your good name. It feels almost sort of like your King Arthur type. Again, I'm using the king analogy, but I don't know that you were a king in this particular life. But the, you know, in the in the myth about King Arthur, he had some very serious enemies, and that's I'm also seeing. And so, okay, okay, now I'm seeing where this is taking me. What happened in this life is that. You you would give advice, you would give uh, out your wisdom, you would make decisions, and then you'd often have other people do the follow-through, either to follow and check to see whether your advice or whatever you had decreed happened, or the help that you wanted the person to receive. And what happened was, at some point, you realized that those people weren't really doing their job. They weren't really doing what you would have done. And you began to feel a tremendous amount of despair and guilt because you felt that all you did was sit there and give advice and you weren't actively involved in the help itself, the the manifestation of whatever it was that you said. And there's, um, I, I see you sitting almost turned on the throne I say throne, but it's really just a big chair. Um, I see you turned, and one leg is sort of extended from the chair. The other one is sort of partially under the chair. And the it's the right leg that's extended. And there's a it's almost as if you've placed in that right hip all the, the guilt and despair from that life because you did not take... And a more active role. You did not get involved. You were sort of in the ethers a little bit, dispensing, you know, the intellectual wisdom. It was heartfelt, and it was true wisdom. Uh, not that every single thing you said was something that may come out today because in those days everything was so much more limited. We we had limited concepts. But there's there's this part of you that over time felt more and more discomfort 
with this passive role that you were taking. I mean, it was active in a certain way, but passive in a certain way. And I see you turning in the chair. This is a symbol now, more and more to the left and stretching out the right leg. It's almost like the right leg and the right hip are in pain. There's something, it's as if you you absolutely held on or stored all of that. It's almost as if you felt you couldn't change how you were doing it. You were aware somewhat through the process over the years that you should change, but you didn't. You just stayed in that same role, and there's a tremendous amount of regret there, and I want the regret to really begin to to be released. There's a lot of regret there that you didn't you didn't take those steps you should have taken. And you saw after the fact, because being in that position, you were a bit removed from the people who you were working with or trying to help. You were a bit removed. You were a little bit more isolated as it was in those days. It is in this days. You know, how often can we get close to a president or, or a uh, king or anything. We we don't get close to those kind of people. So you were removed, but in that in that society, you probably could have become more involved, but it just wasn't done. It just wasn't done. And so, but it weighed on you more and more and more. And I see you symbolically turning more and more to the left, babying that right hip, and sitting heavily on the left hip. It's almost as if you got to the point where you couldn't put any weight on that right side. And so I want all of this pain and suffering and all that you put in that right hip, all the self-attack, the self-denigration, all the regret. I mean, there's just so much regret here. Regret that you didn't do more. And as you got older in life, you became bitter there's a bitterness here, and I want the bitterness to be released. Just this this bitterness, and it's really aimed at yourself. It's aimed at yourself and the society. It's aimed at your, there's even advisors here who you talked about things with, and they, they dissuaded you. It was regret listening to them and not being more proactive or not more involved. There is just, I, I'm being vague because that's all I'm getting, and I'm just seeing this sense of this right side carrying all of that. And I want the I want to call on what we call divine flush to just move down through the top of the head and just flush out all of the regret and have it move down the leg and out the foot, just completely flushing out out of the bottom of the seat all of that regret, all of the bitterness, all of the shame and guilt that that you felt, all of the, yeah, you felt trapped. There's a trapped feeling here, like you had, you were filling a role. In the beginning, you know, there was more of a naive kind of viewpoint of the role, and you, you knew you had something to offer. You were excited about it. You knew that you could help, but as the, the months and the years passed, it became more of a burden, more of a prison. Um, 
is so interesting. And so anyway, I want all of that to be released. And so I'm going to also focus again on bringing the healing in and the divine repair. And I'm just going to sit for a few moments here and and focus on that on the hip. I want you to focus on it as well and just see it filling with light, feel, filling with healing energy, calling in divine release, divine repair, divine health, divine movement, divine forgiveness, because it's very important that you forgive yourself for this. Of course, you would have no conscious knowledge of this. There's there's no way you would, and that's okay. But call in the divine forgiveness anyway, because if I'm picking it up, there is a there is definitely something here that's affecting the hip. And we can use divine forgiveness whether you could relate to this life or not. Anybody and everyone can use can use divine forgiveness because forgiving the self is one of the biggest healing actions that we can take and it isn't about mentally forgiving it's about true forgiveness and divine forgiveness is uh, there to help all of us move to that spot and I see divine forgiveness moving out some of the the self-denigration the self-attack the um, self-blame just a huge amount of self-blame here it's that woulda coulda shoulda you know, I should have known, I should have done better, I could have done this, I could have done that. And all of that regret is just palpable. Palpable regret. There's also blame of others. Uh, that's part of coming with the bitterness because you started feeling extremely bitter about your position and about what your your, your job or your, your status or your... Uh, your position in that culture led to and it became bitter and you saw that it, it was not what you expected that there that the shine on the surface of it was had tarnished and tarnished some more and there's just this the sense of being tarnished by this job and by this role you played out Um, I do want to call in also divine uh, circulation because I want the energy to circulate down into the, the right leg and down into the left leg. I'm seeing both sides. Now my focus is more on the right leg, but I know both sides were suffering because the, the left side was taking the brunt so to speak, of all that sitting that you were doing. And the right side just got more and more injured, more and more uh, delicate, more and more sore, more and more closed off and limited you. So you had to turn in the chair. You couldn't sit fully because that hip wouldn't bend properly without extreme agony. Um, maybe in that life it had to do with arthritis or something. I don't know why in that life but i want the okay i want the energies to move into all of the past lives to neutralize the causes known and unknown that brought this pattern into this life into that life that i'm seeing now because there would have been things that led up to this life 
So I want the light, and I'm seeing it moving back into the past now, and I want it to carry its neutralizing ability, its dissolving ability into all those waves, the waves that, the ripple effects that came into the current life, uh, the current life back then uh, that, that we're dealing with. And then we want the light to also move forward to neutralize the effects of that life on you today. The emotional issues, the physical issues, the psychological issues. Um, okay. Let me see if there's something else. Don't have much more time. I do have to move on to Jake. But let me give you a few more minutes here. I want to... Okay, I see another effect of that life now. It isn't just the hip. There is a tendency not to want to share. Um, part of that life, as I said, was you were the dispenser of wisdom and, and knowledge, and you gave help and solutions and um, tried to resolve issues and problems for other people. And the part of the despair, part of the the bitterness and part of the, uh, you know, regret in that life centered around the idea of being someone that, that shared, that spoke out, that utilized the the wisdom they carried in a way to to help others. And it wasn't that you didn't want to help others, but you were, there's there was a reticence, a really, really strong reticence of never getting into that kind of thing again. And so you sort of attached this resistance to that kind of life or that kind of position in life to holding back, holding in. And so I'm, I'm calling on the energy of to, to um, neutralize the whole pattern of holding back and holding in. And I'm asking for the divine release to come, and I'm seeing it moving out through the chest and out through the mouth. There's a lot of pain, too, from this life because because others didn't fully become involved in doing the follow-up, whatever it might have been. There was, you saw from time to time, it took you a while to fully grasp it, but you did eventually realize how much pain and suffering happened because... They came to you for help, and the help wasn't fully actualized or manifested in their life pattern. And so you you were very, you hurt for them. You were upset. You tried to rectify it. You tried to help and after the fact. But, you know, something was supposed to be done in the first few days, the first few weeks, and you don't discover it for six months or a year. It's often impossible to go and help at this point. It's it's too late. And so there was a lot of pain and suffering that happened. You felt it was your fault. And so I want you to let go of the pain here. Now, I want you to understand that this was not because you were a bad person. This was a kind of society, a limited society, that had very sort of rigid roles that people followed, uh, you know, 
They they had little choice. Even though you were higher in the echelon of lo- of some people, of most people probably, there were limited roles that you could play. And within a role, there was limited opportunities or actions you could take. And for the man of your stature or status to take action and be actively involved in helping these people just was unacceptable. So not only did you find out too late, once you realized, you were also constrained by the role you were filling. And um, you tried your best to get others to do the work, but most of the others had great disdain for these, quote-unquote, lower echelon of society, and they they just couldn't get into it. And they lied to you. They 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 took your money or they took whatever it was that you got them to do it, and they barely did it. And that was uh, really one of the banes of your existence is to uh, find people that was that were going to do their jobs and do it right. And you might even have an issue with that in life today um, where you run into, and I can't, I'm not saying you do, but sometimes when I see things in these kind of lives, it shows up where there, and, and he would never have associated it with the hip thing, I'm sure. But I have a feeling there may be times in this life where you feel other people are irresponsible or unprofessional or un, just not doing their job. And it, it impacts you in a lot of ways and makes your job or your life more difficult and more painful. And I mean emotionally painful um, or frustrating or whatever. So, I want you to release that pattern as well because that definitely could be showing up in this life. I want you to let go of that. Okay. Now, um, Because I'm doing another healing, I can't continue. And the higher selves have already encased you in what uh, I see as a cocoon. It's just an energy field that enables you to continue to process. And also, even though your section of the healing is done, it enables you to continue the process. And it also helps you acclimate. How this is going to show up in your life, I don't know. Um I do see your hip, both sides, very lighted, very um, very uh, in process of healing. It may not feel any different to you because it does take time sometimes for this energetic work to manifest in the physical body that's so dense. But in fact, there could be a shift. You may find an answer or a solution or uh, a product or a supplement or something that helps you with um with your issue, with the hip issue, in a way that you you ne- you hadn't found before, it may change your viewpoint about it. There may be uh, less despair, which I hope, less bitterness or less upset about it, um, less frustration. And in any case, you can listen to the same healing over and over again, um, because each healing, even though I'll be saying the same thing, you can pause it if new things come up for you. Or you can just, you'll get to deeper and deeper layers. Cause there are, but I do see, and the energy is still processing, pulling out from the past nows and even from the future nows, a lot of stuff. 
and it's still processing, still releasing, still allowing the, the light to move in through and around into areas that have been held in darkness or repression in, uh, in, um, for, for a long time. You may find that you, you'll open up. We didn't work very long on that part of you that was repressive or holding back. Um, that is an issue I know we should be worked on again. So listen to the healing again and put a pause on it. And then anything that comes up, I would just continue to release uh, as much as you can and go to deeper and deeper layers. Okay. Now there's been a big switch here. You step back onto the rim of the wheel off the hub, and Jake has moved forward. He is now on the hub. As I said, I'm going to continue. Oops, and you know what I did? I forgot to set up. Okay, well, it's never too late. Hopefully some of the listeners set up your own mini hub in front of you to put your issue on. I completely forgot, guys, so sorry. But I I now want you to see on your rainbow bridge right in front of you Set up your own mini hub, and then the rainbow continues to the hub in the center where I'm working now on Jake. And on that mini hub, you, you don't have to set it up if you don't want to work on a specific thing in your life. If you want to, though, set it up, and then I want you to put whatever the issue is. It could be a bum ankle. It could be, um, I mean, any pattern in your life that you have that it's daily or several times a week, and it just is kind of bothers you on a more or less consistent basis. So stick whatever it is on you, and I'm seeing all the, I'm seeing a ton of mini hubs being set up in front of each person. Uh, I don't know every person, but I do see an awful lot. It looks like every person, but I have no way of really knowing in front of each and every person, and um, I'm seeing issues starting to pop up. And you can see the issues as uh, symbols. You know, you have uh, an issue with your ankle. You can see just the ankle on there. You can see uh, yourself with, you know, tape around the ankle. You can do whatever you want. You have an emotional issue. Let's say you have some depression every day. I want you to, you know, you, you can see it as either yourself or a, a human figure being sad, or you can just simply see a blob. <laughs> Maybe you don't want to use a specific symbol, but there's a blob. There's your blob of depression. You can do whatever you want because we're all the directing identities. We all have the abilities to do this. You, you don't need me, and I'm trying as much as I can to get you all involved in doing your own work. So, okay. Or you can just literally... Um, if you have a chronic late problem or if you have a problem of losing things, why don't you just, if you don't have a specific issue for yourself, you can also just work on your own issues of lateness and losing things. Okay, so Jake is out on the hub. He is ready to go. Um, he's been there a lot before, as you probably recall. And... First of all, right away, I get a sense of shame. And I just, you know, shame is such a bummer. It really holds us back, guys. So I'm just immediately getting Jake to start to release the shame. And I'm I'm calling on, uh, I want to put the symbolic 
patch in the top of the head. And at the heart level, I want the hatches to open. I want the shame to just stream out the beliefs, the the self-identity, the blame, the belief of, of doing the wrong thing. Oh, my gosh. It's just so much shame because he feels, okay, I don't know if Jake is going to be listening to this personally, but I think he is. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you as Jake. Okay, so Jake, you're feeling like it's your fault because being late is something you can actually, you actually can be later on time. It's something you're controlling. You have a hard time with this one to blame somebody else, which blaming somebody else has been part of your pattern as it is for all of us, but you can't go there. So this particular pattern carries so much self-blame because you know if you just got started getting ready a little bit earlier or if you made sure you had gas in your car before you left to go somewhere the next day or 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 that you wouldn't be late. So you this 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 pattern is carrying a tremendous amount of self-blame and as a result all that shame. And so I just want pouring out, pouring out, pouring out because being late is usually means something else. It's 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 you're not there's not a purposeful being late Okay, there's something else under behind it, so I need to get to that. Okay. Well, right away, what I'm seeing is, and I'm sure there's more to it than this, but what comes up right away is that by being late, you're at the back. By being late, you're last in line. By being late, you're not at the front. And there's a sense of safety here. There's a sense of being able to avoid something you really don't want to do. There's a sense of if you're in the front, you could be chosen, you could be picked. And the things that are that in and what I'm sensing here is the things that you would be picked for or chosen or noticed for are things that are negative in nature. If you're noticed, you'll be called on to be at the front, okay, in the war, say, or, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm not getting a specific life, but there is a purpose of safety issue around being late. And, of course, in this day and age, it's not going to be the same thing. You're not going to lose your life. You're not going to be uh, put in as, a, you know, as a um, be volunteered to be a um you know, some sort of slave or some do some sort of dangerous uh, job. Because in those days, there were re- no real volunteers. For the most part, the, 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 the owners or the, the ones in charge picked the volunteers. So in, in so many of these lives, and I do see, and I'm seeing sort of a, a bunch of these lives sort of backing up with the and behind you, there were many instances where um, by being late, by being one of the last, by being at the back, that you were safer. So there's a safety issue here. And when there's a safety issue involved in anything, it's much more difficult for the soul in general to let go of. So let me see what we need to do here. 
Well, first of all, I want you to release fear. All their fear. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of trepidation. There's a lot of anticipation of uh, difficulty and hardship and suffering. There's a lot of fear of suffering. Because when we're volunteered, in quotes, uh, it was never for something fun. It was for something backbreaking or life-threatening. Uh, and so there's a lot of fear. So I want you to let go, not only that shame, but all the fear. The fear here, the fear of being on time, the fear of being chosen. Wow, the fear of being chosen. Okay, now that is an intense issue. And I really want you to release that fear because that fear of being chosen would also affect your work life, your career as a actor. It would be it, it would get stand in your way. I don't think we've ever come to that, but here is an incident where an instance where being late and what's behind it would also have an effect on the other parts of your life. So I really want you to release this fear of being chosen, the fear of being seen and noticed, because if you're seen and noticed, that up the odds, didn't it, that you would, would be chosen. So we want to release those fears too. Wow, this is really cool. And you are letting this go. Jake, this is exciting. I'm really excited for you. And I want to you to continue to release all of this uh the fear of being noticed, the fear of being seen, the fear of being um, chosen. Wow. Just really intense here. Really intense. You're doing a great job. Now, um, okay. I want to infuse uh, or call on clarity of vision and expanded perception. Because it's really important that we, we bring the understanding up into the level of where we truly are. And, of course, at the conscious mind, you would understand that you're not going to be killed off or put into some terrible Chang gang or something like that by being noticed. It's very different now. You're trying to be noticed. You're trying to be successful. You're trying to be hired, so to speak. Um, and so we want to call in this expanded perception, because this is going to help you release even more of the shame and the fear. I'm calling in divine courage because there is some courage needed here to shift this gear. I want you to release the self-identities. Uh, there is a hiding pattern. It's not as big as the fear of being chosen, but it it couples with a hiding pattern, so I want you to release the hiding pattern as well. I don't know if this has come up before, but again, it was the same thing. It, it meant safety. There's a safety factor to hiding. Okay. Well, that's, that's really working. That's ongoing. But I want to shift now and go to the, the losing, the losing things. What's, what's going on with that? Huh. This is, interestingly enough, it's sort of similar. I mean, it's related to the hiding pattern because the losing things is an act. 
it's a way you it's a way you projected to others that you weren't really either smart or on top of things it was a kind of a way to hide you made fun there there is humor here and comedy here uh, i see you uh Using that as a prop, you know, being the ditzy guy or woman, maybe in some of those lifetimes, although I'm seeing the male, um, the, you know, you can't find the, the bird and you pull it out of the hat kind of thing. It, it's part of a, 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 it's part of a show, but it's deeper than that. The, it's deeper than that because it also, in everyday life, there was this this idea of hiding your smartness. Now, this reminds me of Barry because Barry had such great wisdom, um, and it it didn't it wasn't all good for him in that particular life and and certainly the lives before and after. But for you, Jake, the it's related to the hiding because there was an avoidance of being important. There was an avoidance of status and importance because it wasn't that you didn't want to to be there. Okay, I, I'm not getting exactly why, but there is a there's an avoidance here and a hiding. You again you won't be picked to be the head or the supervisor or the manager of whatever it would be in these old times of life. And I, I'm seeing in a really old time, you didn't want the manager position because the manager or the supervisor, those are the terms we use now, but back in the old days, I mean, you know, the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages, those kind of positions, uh, either people were jealous and you'd, you'd create enemies or people were trying to use you uh, and or abuse you even. <sighs> there was a lot of restriction and rigidity. There wasn't the freedom when you're the supervisor. It reminds me of a lot of stuff that goes on in work today. You know, some people choose not to move up. They don't want the added responsibility. Now, it wasn't just because you're an irresponsible guy, because you're not, but it was something about those um, those positions of being higher in the hierarchy that really were unappealing for you. And it is, I want you to let that go, because it could definitely affect the work opportunities you have. It might prevent you from moving into a career path or a work path that is has some, you know, it's not just at the very bottom level, you know, earning you minimal wages, if, you know. So we want to release this resistance and the the hiding from um, not taking on the more responsible or the, uh, the, the more, again, not to say you aren't responsible because it has nothing to do with not being responsible. You may have been perceived by others as avoiding responsibility simply because they didn't understand. But you knew very well 
the hard road these supervisors had. There was even ones that were killed off or whipped or beaten. If their crew, for example, didn't perform at a certain level, didn't bring in enough crops or didn't whatever, they were called on the carpet and were whipped and beaten, even if everyone in the crew ended up having measles and just couldn't work that week. It's the it was the responsibility of the supervisor to make it happen anyway. And so you saw, you were very aware of this kind of thing, that to carry that kind of uh, place and that kind, those kind of societies was really problematic and dangerous. And so your avoidance was not because you didn't want to be responsible. You were a worker bee. I see you at the various things you were doing absolutely a worker bee, working hard, never afraid of hard work, not you, but this, the lives that you had that gave you these belief systems and these understandings, uh, these self-identities are, have bled into this life. And it means that you, again, lose things to play out a role and also to look not responsible enough because if you're losing things and you can't keep track, how is anyone going to ever make you one of those supervisors? How are you going to move to that higher echelon? Not only can, would you use it in a comedic way, but you would also um, you would also be seen. The projection of the persona was such that you really couldn't handle it. If you're always losing the losing the tools, you know, uh, can't keep track of what row you're on and you end up skipping a row, you know, that sort of thing. If you go into that place of seemingly ditzy and unfocused, then you wouldn't get those roles. So it was also this kind of protective thing. And so I want you to let go of those, that whole issue. Um, okay. I just want to tune in and see what's going on. All right. And you are, it's just, pouring out of the chest, out of the, the face even. I see it pouring out of the face because it is kind of a facade and out of the top of your head. You're letting go of this facade and the facade, the whole role, the whole action actually is connected to the actual losing of things. So I want you to release all the losing of things, the the, the habits, the imprints, um, the frustrations, because losing things has a downside of its own. And the downside is maybe it had a protective element. You know, so much of what we carry has, have, carries a double-edged sword. And so what's happening is that, yes, on the one hand, losing things might help you avoid being chosen as a supervisor or whatever you would call a person at that echelon who had a crew or people under him. Um, but it also was problematic for you as it became more and more entrenched over lives that the the loss of these things was actually problematic. Now, it's the problematic side that brings the soul to want to heal this issue. It is the problematic side of loss and the frustrations and the, the self-anger, there's a lot of anger at the self again. You had all that shame and blame related to the being late, but the law thing is also carrying a lot of blame too, and I want you to release all that blame. 
because it's you losing things. It's the same issue with the being late. You are losing the things. It isn't somebody else losing them for you. You haven't lent it to somebody and then they lose it. It's you losing it and there's a lot of self-attack around this and I want you to release the self-attack. I want you to let go of the um, the blame, the self-attack, the self-judgment. And again, I'm going to call in divine uh, forgiveness, divine understanding. Whew. I see things coming out of the bridge of your nose, out of your third eye area. I don't know what that has to do with, uh, but there's a lot of releases coming out on the front of the face, around the nose area and the forehead. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't have some sort of issues with the sinuses, maybe allergies or maybe you have colds or maybe you have sinus headaches or maybe, I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised, but in any case, there's a lot. It doesn't mean that if you don't, that this isn't, uh, that this, you know, that you don't have to release here. It's happening and I'm just supposing that you might have that because uh, because there's a lot coming out and it's now moving to the top of your head and you're releasing a lot of those really old belief systems that are so limiting and the self-identities because you are one and this is very clearly coming to me that is has a place in the limelight. You have a place uh, in the limelight. You have a place where you are going to be in the forefront, where you are going to be chosen. But these old patterns have been holding you back. And so at the soul level, you really are determined to let them go so that you can do the unfoldment in the way that you truly wish. And, okay, he, Jake had said to me, listeners, he had said to me, that he feels like he just is gets one thing maybe a little bit resolved and something new comes up and there's more and more things coming up over and over again. And um, in fact, this is normal for people who are really driven at the soul level to uh, to heal and bring into a state of balance and open up and to be able to become all that they are. It's like the soul doesn't want us to rest. You know, there's like, okay, well, okay, now you're aware of this. Well, we're going to bring this in over here too. Oh, and now now this, this other thing is going to come up. And we just have a lot. We've been around for eons of lives, and we have a lot to release. We have a lot to neutralize, a lot to dissolve, a lot to shift. And the good news is each and every time we do these releases, it's what we've released is permanently neutralized. They, that can't come back to haunt us. But new things come up, guys new elements or deeper elements of the same issues. They come up over and over again. If the soul is determined, it's going to keep manifesting it in the outer reality in, until we become fully aware and we become committed to bringing that into a state of balance and neutrality. So, okay. So this is where Jake is. He has one thing after another that that, that is doesn't let him forget what he's really here for. This is what he's chosen to do at the soul level before he even came in. And so he is working hard. I know he does his own work. I know he listens to the radio shows. So I'm just 
excited and glad because we have two more pieces that definitely relate to the work, the work pattern, which was unexpected but um, in this particular case, but not surprising because that's, I had been telling him to work on things other than the work problem because often they have, they're intertwined and you can get to new pieces that way. And so that's exactly what happened. We found two really substantial pieces to that had to do with the work pattern. Okay. Okay, so good. That's going. That's going, that's going. The higher selves are putting Jake into the cocoon. It is still ongoing. I'm... Um, Okay, they've moved him already back to the outer circle, and I'm just going to check around to see how people are doing in the on the rim. Okay. I see a couple of people very, I don't know why, but I'm just, everyone seems to be, have done whatever they were working on. It was very quick, but I see sort of two Spots, uh, somebody on my right and somebody around the rim on my left. I don't know who they are, but I'm just going to have all of us, all myself and all the listeners, to begin to focus our light onto the whatever's on the hub. I'm not even getting what is on there. But I want us to focus our light because maybe these are extra heavy-duty patterns and we can all join in together. We're all in this together, guys. So let's let's all send the light to these two individuals. And the light is just amazing. I want to call in divine love, divine forgiveness, and divine understanding and divine freedom, because what we want is freedom from these patterns or these patterns that have been dogging us. And this, this, these energies are moving to everybody on the rim, and we're all on the rim now, Barry and Jake included. I'm giving uh, a more dose specifically for Barry and his hip and also for Jake. I'm giving, you know, really intensifying the energy for both of them. And now the higher selves are putting the cocoon around everyone, past, present, and future listeners. We're all in a great spot. There's a lot of uh, light, a lot of energy, a lot of very good movement going going forward. Um, and the forever now moment is being closed down, and so that's always my indication that that the healing is closing down, that the healing is over. And so I want to... Simply thank everyone for taking part, as always. I especially thank Jake and Barry. Barry, you may have plenty of questions. Please feel free to either ask my, your brother or, or me. Uh, my email is 
Janet at JanetRichmond.com or Janet at HigherSouthVoice.com. Either way will get to me and I will answer you. I know it's confusing um, sometimes. It is confusing. I get that. So hopefully you do get some relief in the hip issue in some way. I don't know how it will play out, as I've said. Same with same with Jake. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for both of you that there is some noticeable shift. There's always a shift. Sometimes we don't notice it. Sometimes there's major shifts. It just depends on the individual at the soul level, what they choose to do and how they how deep they choose to have the healing. Um, I did feel good on both Jake and Barry's part, though, today. Both of them are working really hard, releasing a lot, so it feels like there should be some shifts for both of them. And so today is December 2nd, and that means it's the holidays coming up. And so I wish you all a good December. And I'm going to go ahead and end the healing, giving you all my love and appreciation for all that you do, and to encourage you to take a look at soulpsychologythebook.com. It's give you some background on the book. I encourage you in some way, shape, or form to get the book. I am working, by the way, on getting it put into an audio file, but I've just started, and I don't know, no idea if it's something that takes months or how long it takes. But in any case, I am working on it to have it as many formats as possible because the information is invaluable and explains so much about the universe, the world, the humanities, all of us, answers a lot of questions and is very practical too, gives you practical uh, information and practical help as well. So therefore, guys, um, with that, again, I say goodbye. Again, I say thank you. And I will see you next week or talk to you next week. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.